When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Bulldog Sports Network, from Learfield, welcome to the Dog Talk Bowl Special, live from Alfred's on Beale Street in Memphis. Brought to you by Pearl River Resort, your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. Now, here's the voice of Bulldog football, Neil Price. For the 12th straight year, Mississippi State's football team is going bowling. And it will be right here in Memphis as State and Texas Tech square off in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl tomorrow at 545 Central Time. Hi there and hail State. Welcome to Alfred's on Beal here in Memphis to our special Dog Talk Liberty Bowl preview presented by Pearl River Resort. And it is a big night. We have broken out the Bulldog Sports Network cavalcade of stars, Jay Perry, Matt <laughs> Wyatt, and Bart Gregory with us tonight here on the stage. And, hey, it is great to see and hear all of these state people who have made it to Memphis. I know some of you got cowbells. Can we hear those? Thank you. you. Look at there. Look at there. And a tip of the cap, too, to our friends at the uh, Mississippi State University Alumni Association for helping organize the event here tonight, giving us a headquarters. Thank you, guys. Michael Richardson, Janet Downey, all here helping out with that. We appreciate you folks as well. Guys, it's good to be back in the postseason, and – all three of you can speak to this much more so than I can. It's still kind of the new kid on the block around here. But 12 consecutive years in a postseason game for Mississippi State football, Jay, that's a, that's a huge deal for this program. You know it, it is, Neil. And, and, and here's the other thing. From somebody in the building, nobody wants to be that group that was the first not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and don't think that doesn't factor in, I'll tell you. Granted, we still had another win to get, but after the Kentucky game, when, when we get the, 
I guess the pundits would call the upset win at home, uh, pretty resounding we felt like. But after that game, you almost saw that sigh of relief among everybody like, hey, okay, we're going to make it 12 straight. So it's a pretty cool feeling, and it is something we preach. It's something we use in recruiting every time, every week. We have guys in. We have recruits in. It's something we use. Hey, we're one of a handful of programs that can say 12 consecutive years you know what you're doing for the holidays. You just don't know where it's going to be. And, Matt, you were part of the last group before this 12-year stretch that could, could say, I think, they had been to bowl games in consecutive years. Am I right? The end of Coach Cheryl's run when you guys went to, what's the Cotton Bowl? And what was the other? Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl. Yeah, 98-99, back-to-back years there. And, you know, uh, the year before that, 97, back then you're playing an 11-game regular season. 97, we, we won seven games, seven of our 11 but we missed out on a bowl that year in 97, the year before, because there were only 16 bowl games to go to. You know, there were just fewer. And, uh, yeah, and so, you know, those back-to-back trips, you know, I was one of those fortunate enough that was born at the right time where I was in the class with guys, some, like I just saw a minute ago, a former teammate of mine, Kevin Sluter, who was here, big defensive line. We were the same age where each year things improved for us, you know. And then, um, yeah, we were SEC Western Division champs in 98, uh, after that game in Atlanta, we go to the Cotton Bowl and play Texas. But the following year, you know, we won 10 games. That 10th win was in the Peach Bowl. And that was a, a group of people that we felt like, okay, we were starting something. You didn't know, and then we graduated. You know, then it's up to somebody else, just like Jay says. It's like you're passing that off, yeah. and, and, and uh, each class wants to hand that torch to the next and then take it and run with it. And so what they've been able to do as a program here at State over the last decade or more yeah, it's really incredible uh, when you consider where it started. And, Bart, the thing I think about in all of this, because I'm kind of simple-minded in this way, sure, it's great for the players that they get to come to a cool destination, city like Memphis, uh, and, and be a part of a big game, historic game in this case, like the Liberty Bowl. It's been around for a long time. But I keep thinking about that month of practices that come with playing in a bowl game. So 12 straight years of having that additional month of development Plus, you're talking about when Matt was here, you had those years where those guys got to do that same thing. As someone who has watched this program over the last decade plus, how much better is Mississippi State than it was before it started this run of 12 straight because it's been able to take advantage of the extra time? Well, Neil, first of all, Kevin Sluter, when I think of Kevin Sluter, I think of him scoring that touchdown against Ole Miss. And we, we used to laugh and pick at him because he didn't know how to celebrate. You know, He ran like 50 yards. Like, do, get, I, do I spike it? What do I do, what I do with it? I mean, it? Kevin was 270 pounds and literally ran a 4-6-40. And he, so he got to the back of the end zone with the football and nobody's with him. And he didn't know what to do, so he just stopped. He dropped the ball and looked up at the people in the stands and just pointed at them. Like, it was the worst celebration I've ever seen, Kevin. But, but Neil, to your point, I look back to 2007, and some of my great bowl memories have come in Memphis. You look at 2007 and going to the first bowl that you had in seven years, and you start thinking about the younger guys who get those practices in in the month of December and how that allows you to grow your program. And then we came back here in 2013. We were at Alfred's the night before the bowl game. This place was jam-packed just like it is tonight. They had the cowbells rolling. And the next day we roll out and win 45-7. to seven, yep. So it kind of capped everything off. But when you get 12 straight years of freshmen being able to have practices, when they don't have as much practice time during the regular season, 
They can kind of sit back a little bit and watch guys and then have their turn in the month of December. You talk about building programs. That's allowed this program to build. And this is a state team that certainly can benefit from having another experience in a bowl because think about this, and Mike Leach has described this to me as being both exciting and terrifying at the same time. Freshmen and sophomores on this state team have scored 35 of the team's 47 touchdowns. If you factor in all of the touchdown passes from Will Rogers, a sophomore, and add it to that number, it's 70. That's unbelievable. And to think you're going to get a lot of these guys back with this additional month, it's hard not to be excited about what lies ahead. Okay, we are just getting started here from Alfred's on Beal. If you are on Twitter, and I know a bunch of you are, and you would like to ask a question of our panel of state experts here tonight, tweet it to us at Hale State BSP. We'll get to those before the end of the hour. We'd love to hear from you if you're listening at home back in Mississippi. If you are here with us tonight in Memphis, send us a tweet. We'd like to hear from you, and we'll talk about your questions about Mississippi State football. And we got a whole lot more to go tonight as well as we start unpacking the Mississippi State football season and look at this game between State and Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl tomorrow. Right now, we've got to take a timeout. We're coming to you from the heart of Beale Street, live from Alfred's on Beale for our Liberty Bowl preview show presented by Pearl River Resort. This is Mississippi State football from Learfield. Hey, hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar on your campus, glorious Mississippi State University. Do me a big favor. While you're cheering the dogs on tonight to a victory, let loose get wild because you don't have to be you till Monday. From the team at Pearl River Resort, Hell State. those cowbells they're ringing for mississippi state university's first national championship celebrate the bulldogs all year long with the new mississippi state university national champions regions visa debit card and checks as a proud sponsor of the mississippi state bulldogs and the official bank of the sec we'll help you keep cheering on the champions order now at regions.com slash go state hail state regions official bank of the sec member fdic terms conditions and fees may apply on game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, State fans, Bancorp South knows no matter where you are in life, there's nothing quite like game day. That's why we're committed to making your experience a little bit better. Our financial experts are here to give you the assist, so you're always ready to make life's next big play. Bancorp South is right where you are and proud to be part of your team. Visit BancorpSouth.com slash game day for more information. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar on your campus, glorious Mississippi State University. Do me a big favor. While you're cheering the dogs on tonight to a victory, let loose get wild because you don't have to be you till Monday. From the team at Pearl River Resort, Hell State. here at Alfred's on Beale in downtown Memphis for our Liberty Bowl preview show. And again, it's brought to you right here by the folks at Pearl River Resort. Uh, Live from Alfred's on Beale, home to some of the best barbecue in Memphis. Alfred's on Beale offers delicious food and a wide variety of live music every day. Visit them at 197 Beale Street or online at Alfred's on Beale, B-E-A-L-E now, alfredsonbeale.com. And remember, you haven't done Beal until you've done Alfred's on Beal. We got some questions building up here uh, in uh, the queue on uh, Twitter. If you would like to tweet to us tonight uh, with your questions about this Liberty Bowl game, at Hale State BSP is the Twitter handle, at Hale State BSP. You know Wade Sims, don't you? Yes, I see. <laughs> yeah, Wade, Wade's already after I, you, and you're an easy target I mean, up look, here. I hadn't even – I mean, I, I, we've barely been sitting here. My man Wade comes in. You know, Wade sang a solo at church the other day. That's what I heard. And I heard I hear, it was good. I hear it was fantastic. And I, I was going to say kind things about that, but after Wade's question to me, I, I don't know. Wade's, so you previewed the question. Yeah, right? I, I did. Okay. I, I was, was going to delete okay. the question, but he got to it. And here's why I'm upset is I had a side bet with Wade that I was going to say his name before you did, Neil. We, we rode the elevator <laughs> up the Peabody a while ago. <laughs> so then, so you, you've, you've, won, you've lost here I'll, and – yeah, and I also bet, I also bet Neil that Matt would not show up before seven oh five. That did it. That gambling's a nasty it's habit. A, <laughs> it's a tough night for. Well, uh, you know it. There's going to be some free barbecue on Bart here before it's <laughs> over with. Anyway, Wade's question is: What does the guy in the glasses know about football? Wade, that's a great question. And as long as my boss and my boss's boss don't ask that, yeah, I'm okay. Well, here's what I like about this right now. 
is because of Wade, we're doing something that we don't do enough during the broadcast of the football games. Talk about that, my glass. That's talk to Jay. We don't go to Jay enough. <laughs> well, you know, because he's got his hat on backwards and he's yelling at officials. Look, <laughs> I got a penalty I, in the I ball think, game last well, year. Well, I, I think this is a perfect opportunity right now to, to let's set the record straight about last year's bowl game. All right. The unsportsmanlike penalty on me, not my fault. Never is. No. See, first of all. He's a lawyer. First of all, Never had s- you guys been on site, I would have been on the radio. I probably would have been a little more reserved. <laughs> Uh, That's now, first. Now, wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Second. Now, here's the other deal. Now, Neil's, let's, let's, Neil's not buying let's remember the play. I may it, have been betting, but why wouldn't lie? It, let's remember the play. It was, it was a Forbes junior pick six. They called a block in the back on us. They were wrong. I simply provided constructive criticism. Yeah. Feedback for the officials. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten crew has a different definition of constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And she lit me up. They sh- she sure did. They, they did reverse the penalty. <laughs> they did not pick up my flag. So, wait, wait. I, I don't know. Good question about that. I, look, the good Lord woke me up today, and my thumbprint still gets me in the front door. I pretty much set the bar right there. Oh, let, let, me, let, me share, let me share an old, an old hillbilly expression from where I grew up in East Tennessee. I was born in the dark, but it wasn't last night. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Wade, you got us off to a good start. Uh, Quickly, a look back at state's history in the Liberty Bowl. The Bulldogs have won three of their previous four appearances in this game, including the first one, all the way back in December of 1963. That was the last Liberty Bowl game that was played in Philadelphia. State outlasted NC State 16-12 to on a day that the iconic Jack Crystal described as colder than a pawnbroker's heart in Philadelphia. They played the game indoors next year in Atlantic yep. City, by the way, before they wound up eventually moving here to Memphis to the new uh, was Memphis Memorial Stadium at that time and now Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. The only loss for the Bulldogs was in 1991. They lost 38-15 to Air Force in a game played here in Memphis. You heard Bart mention uh, the 2007 game that State won 10-3 over Central Florida, breaking the bowl drought for the Bulldogs. And then the last appearance here was back in 2013, a romp against Rice, where the Bulldogs won 44-7 on New Year's Eve of 2013. What will tomorrow hold? Those are things we will unpack as we continue here from Alfred's on Beal. But first, we got to take a timeout. This is a special edition of Dog Talk from Alfred's on Beal, our Liberty Bowl preview show presented by Pearl River Resort. More to come in a moment. This is Mississippi State Football from Learfield. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
Okay, man. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Glad to have you with us tonight. We are at Alfred's on Beale here in Memphis, Tennessee for our Liberty Bowl preview show presented by Pearl River Resort. Neil Price, Jay Perry, Matt Wyatt, Mark Gregory, uh, Jonathan Ashley here. We, we have pulled out all the stops for this one tonight. Uh, Charlie Winfield probably would have been here, but uh, I saw Charlie uh, had another football game on his calendar last night. Yeah, I think he went to the Cowboys game. You know, Charlie's a big Cowboys fan, and I think that was a part of the Christmas present. I so bet he enjoyed that one last night. He Man, did. Ooh, how about that? But, at first half, he felt pretty good. 42 points in the first half. 
man. Mr. Prescott, what did he throw, three in the first half, yeah, one in the second? 321 in the first half. Hey, it was kind of similar to what we saw out of Dak here in 2013 where everything yeah. in the first half yeah. went right. Yeah. That was the game. I mean, that was the game You're that right. just set the tone for 2014. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I'll, I'll ask you guys this, and, and I talked to Coach Leach about this earlier in the week, and you'll hear his answer to it during the broadcast tomorrow. But, okay, how do you view a bowl game? Is it the way you cap your current season, or is it the springboard to the year to come? What 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 is it, Jay? What is it? Yeah, to me, it's 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 the to cap the season. To me, it's to cap what what we've done, except for the practice part of it. You know, so as you alluded to, we discussed in the first segment, everything leading up to now. Once we get to my day, I have no idea what day of the week today is. So for us, today is Friday. I don't know what day it really is. But so, you know, you, you literally just back it up. The game is, is Saturday in our world, and then we back it up. So once you get to a game week of practice, until that point, you're playing the young guys, you're doing all that stuff, you're getting some of those guys that were banged up early that now you're getting to play. So I think then it's a springboard for next year. I, I really think it's a big cap for the season and for many of these guys, a career. Because for a whole lot of people, now hopefully not for Mississippi State, in fact, I hope tomorrow – uh, there are maybe only uh, two guys that put their helmets on for the last time. But for some guys, it's the last time, and I know Matt can probably talk about that, the last time they're ever going to put a uniform on yeah. at, at any level. So for me, it, it, it's a reward. It's a cap for the season that has been other than that practice part we talked about. What do you think, Matt? What is it? I'd go with that. It's a, you're, you're capping it off. You know, you, you definitely the practice can, can um, you know, um, you can benefit from that in the future. You, you can springboard you. We've seen it happen. But there's no guarantee of any of that. What, the only thing that's guaranteed is I'm going to get to play. <laughs> I'm going to get to play another ball game. Right. And I think, too, sometimes, uh, Neil, you know, those of us outside of the locker room and outside of the huddle, we see and sense and consider all these factors and this guy's a sophomore and he'll be able to do this next year and the team next year and all that. And, and I, I try, sometimes have to go back and put myself back in a helmet again as a 20-year-old guy. <laughs> and even then, you know, you're so young and your focus is only on playing and scoring and tackling and hitting. And who cares if anybody's watching or not? I'll play in front of 2,000 or 102,000 and my adrenaline's going to be the same. You know, the, we have to remember those players, their whole identity is wrapped up in being a football player. In fact, like y'all coach against it, you, you're trying to get yeah. them to understand, hey, you're more than yeah. just a football no, player. But that's in their head, that's who they are. Well, it's what they are. And especially for the 60 minutes that's tomorrow. Absolutely. So you know, when the whistle blows, it's like, it. I mean, it's that's tunnel it. vision. Let's play football. There's one way to play it sort of thing. And so that's why I think it's more of a – it's more of an exclamation point opportunity for your season than it is for the next year. Bart, you agree? You got a different take? Yeah, I got. I agree with these guys, but I also think it also depends on who you're playing. And I don't. I don't mean that as any kind of knock on Miami of Ohio or, or teams that we played in the past. I thought. I thought a good culmination for that team. You know, Greg Knox. You know that that, that yeah. win down in, in in the Gator Bowl was a fantastic ending to that year. <laughs> I looked back to 2013, and I saw such a beginning for the next year, and I thought that was a big key. That's why I think tomorrow is big for us. Texas Tech is a name school. Texas Tech is a good football program because 
of Spike Dykes, who was a former Mississippi State assistant, and Mike Leach. And they have continued to that, do that. And so I think it's a name that if you win this game, it can carry you so far. I don't matter. I can't speak to the locker room because that's what you and Jay know. I'm talking about from a fan base standpoint yeah. and from a fan standpoint. Over the next nine months, eight months, this game tomorrow can help you so much into next that's year. That's a great point. Yeah. I think that's I think that's probably, that's that's a great point. I did not ask this question with this in mind, but just looking at some of the tweets coming out about the game tomorrow, especially from the folks in the communications office at Mississippi State, headline of one of the articles: "Looking for an exclamation point and a springboard." So everybody's right. There we go. Everybody's right. Win-win. Yeah. By the way, Joe Coleman wrote that. You'll enjoy it uh, with some perspective there too at hailstate.com. All right, speaking of Twitter, we got some questions for the guys here. So uh, let's start with one from Doug who wants to know, how much impact will Sonny Cumbie's familiarity with the air raid have having played for Mike Leach at Texas Tech? Well, if you do what you're supposed to do, Jay, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's one of those deals where, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of coaches, if, if they're – it, there's tons of Jackie Sherrill stories about the cedar trees at the practice field. and <laughs> Right? The airplane flying over. Airplane. Who's like, on that plane? And the bowl. I, I'm not sure that Mike Leach wouldn't just invite opponents to come watch from right. the loft balcony. Hey, breaking down he our film. Care. Breaking down our film ain't that hard, no, is it? Yeah. it? And that's the thing. We, how many times have we said on the broadcast, very easy offense to install. Mm-hmm. Very but hard, but hard very, to master. Very difficult offense to master. So, you know, I think there's obviously this familiarity. I almost think – that a, a side question to Doug's would be, and I don't know the answer to this, by the way, what effect does Sonny Cumbie leading for Louisiana Tech the next morning have on the game? Bingo. And, 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 you know, that maybe is the bigger question. There's no way I'm going to answer that, by the way. But I, I, think, I think you're answering I, I it with your I think that's a, I think nonverbal that's a, communication. That's an interesting question, right? That's an interesting <laughs> question. That, that storyline, the, the coaching storyline is fascinating within the, the idea that you've got – Mike Leach, for the first time in his career, coaching against one of his former teams, Texas Tech. You've got a guy who is the interim coach of the opponent in Sonny Cumbie, who was a quarterback who played for Mike Leach and in 2004 had a fantastic yeah. season as a starting quarterback at Tech. They were 8-4. and four. They beat Aaron Rodgers in California, ranked team that year. He threw for a boatload of yards. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, Sonny Cumbie knows it's his final game because he's on his way to Louisiana Tech to be the head coach because they got a new staff coming in. I'm not sure. I mean, I've seen where you've got guys on a staff that go here and there because coaching is a transitional business. I've never seen anything I don't think quite like this. Is this kind of unique, Barton, anything that you've seen? And to add another layer to it, you've got your starting quarterback whose dad is on the staff. And you see Joey McGuire, when he took the job, came in from Baylor. He's been there for a month. One of the first things he did was he said, DeAndre Smith has a spot on my staff. Yeah. Because your starting quarterback, that's his dad. Yeah. And so there's so many different moving targets. And I think that's one of the things. And, Jay, we've seen this. And, Matt, we've seen this, too, about when you have topsy-turvy in the football office and guys really don't know where they're going to go. and They're trying to figure out where they're going to move their families. Yeah. Man, it. Hey, it's crazy how it affects players, and you kind of wonder what how that trickle down effect is going to be tomorrow for Texas Tech. You know, and, and to use that though, and, and you brought it up earlier, the the, the Gator Bowl in seventeen. You know, you, you, I mean, I was obviously on the staff. You've got Greg Knox, who did a fantastic job as the interim coach. 
we, we literally, of course, Greg Knox was the running backs coach. Right. But, but save that, we literally had a student assistant coaching the running backs. A student assistant. We had GAs coaching positions. Yep. We had assistants coaching, hoping that they were either going to get invited on the travel roster to go to Florida or they were going to get invited to stay. And they didn't know yet. Some of those coaches in that game didn't know yet. Yet, you saw us play what I think was a pretty inspired football game. Uh, uh, you know, pretty decent quarterback by the name of Lamar Jackson. Don't yeah. think, just play. And don't think, just play. Doesn't and, hurt. And, and Martin McLaurin picks him off, what, three times? I think yep. we pick him off yep. four for the game. So my point is, and it's not lost on our staff, just because Sonny Cumbie is going to be leaving uh, probably sometime shortly after the game ends, and just because some of these coaches on this staff don't necessarily know where they're going to lay their head a month from then, don't think, just play. And, and so it's, you know, a, a, a wounded dog's a, a dangerous animal sometimes. And so. Louisville uh, had to go also in that ball game in 17 against uh, Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's, that, that's <laughs> it a helps point. when you have those dudes it, it, out there. It is an interesting storyline, though, Matt, and to your question, I've certainly never seen anything quite with the different storylines emanating from that whole coaching yeah. turnover like, like this game. It's a very interesting deal. And I don't know how, it's gonna, I don't know how that – particular piece of it plays out but it's interesting yeah for sure. i think that the connections plus just how it's all played out from that side makes it very intriguing to see how the game will go tomorrow for the record not that my opinion matters and again short timer here compared to everybody else who's been around that win for mississippi state against louisville in the circumstances they had to win it in the gator bowl i think since i've been here my arguably the biggest win the program's had i think since i've been here because they found a way when everything was going against him yeah. in that game. Yeah, Keet- Keaton, you know, converted on that first drive. He, yep. he completed that curl route for 12-13, and it's like everybody was tense. And as soon as he completed that ball, we went, oh, wow, this kid can play. And but, he get, takes you up and down the field all day long against that Louisville defense. But you brought up a good point. It was early. We did something positive early in that yeah. game. It kind of what makes you think about if something negative goes against Texas Tech early in the game yeah. tomorrow, yeah. how that may factor in. Because we had everything go positive early in that game. I yeah. think both of these teams tomorrow want something positive incredibly early. Yes. I don't think they want this to be a game where they're trying to feel each other out. I think both of them want to come out and land a punch early in the game just because you've got young team from Mississippi State, hadn't played in a little bit. You've got the Texas Tech team. Both these teams are without some key pieces for various reasons tomorrow. I think both of them want to come out and try and do something early. We are halfway home on this special edition of Dog Talk, our Liberty Bowl preview show here from Alfred's on Beale, presented by Pearl River Resort. If you have a question, tweet it to us at Hale State BSP. We got a few more of those lined up. We'll get to those when we come back and have much more on the game as well. Glad to have you with us tonight from Memphis. This is Mississippi State football from Learfield. Hey, hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar on your campus, glorious Mississippi State University. Do me a big favor. While you're cheering the dogs on tonight to a victory, let loose get wild because you don't have to be you till Monday. From the team at Pearl River Resort, Hell State. hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now, you are ready. 
Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Hear those cowbells? They're ringing for Mississippi State University's first national championship. Celebrate the Bulldogs all year long with the new Mississippi State University National Champions Regents Visa debit card and checks. As a proud sponsor of the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the official bank of the SEC, we'll help you keep cheering on the champions. Order now at regents.com slash go state. Hail State. Regents, official bank of the SEC. Member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply. On game day. The Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, sports fans. Bancorp South knows no matter where you are in life, there's nothing quite like game day. That's why we're committed to making your experience a little bit better. Our financial experts are here to give you the assist, so you're always ready to make life's next big play. Bancorp South is right where you are and proud to be part of your team. Visit BancorpSouth.com slash game day for more information. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar on your campus, glorious Mississippi State University. Do me a big favor. While you're cheering the dogs on tonight to a victory, let loose get wild because you don't have to be you till Monday. From the team at Pearl River Resort, Hell State. our Liberty Bowl preview show here at Alfred's on Beal, presented by Pearl River Resort. Glad to have you with us. And hey, if you are uh, if you are out and about uh, in Memphis tonight, uh, if you're making your way up for the game tomorrow, want a place to hang out before that Liberty Bowl game gets underway, come by and see these folks here at Alfred's on Beal. It's home to some of the best barbecue in Memphis. Uh, they offer delicious food, a wide variety of live music every day. 
Visit them right here at 197 Beale Street or online at alfredsonbeale.com. And remember, you haven't done Beale until you have done Alfred's on Beale. All right, back to Twitter for another question. This one for Matt uh, from Tim who asked, Matt, did you enjoy the length, uh, the number of days to the trip to the Cotton and Peach Bowl, or are the shorter trips like the one this year better for the players? Players enjoy the long ones. You know, if you're going to do it, and, and especially the, um, you know, the more important the game is or the bigger the deal it is, uh, the more wins you had in a regular season, you know, that kind of plays into it. I think players enjoy going for a week, and uh, you're in a place where you're going to have solid the activities, you know, every day that are planned for you. And just being honest with you, too, um, I'll give you an example. 99, that was my senior year. We went and, and played in Atlanta. And um, a few weeks earlier, at the end of the regular season, a trip to Arkansas, we had had a plane landing coming back from Little Rock after our game. We plan- you know, landed in Columbus where the, it was a really rough landing. I mean, it, bang, we hit the runway. We're bouncing around. There's luggage coming out. Mr. Crystal's cussing everybody out in the airplane and everything. And so after the end of the season, we know we're going to go to the, the, the Peach Bowl, and Coach Sherrill gave us the option. He said, we're going to vote as a team, whether we fly there together as a team or whether we all drive there and we vote. Who wants to fly? Not one hand. Unanimous. Who wants to drive? The whole team. So we all drove. <laughs> So not only do you get the bowl per diem, my money, but my they, money. in your envelope of cash <laughs> yes, when you sir. showed up at the bowl is not only bowl hey. per diem, but gas money also. I'm going to tell you something. 21 years old, I'd never had so much money in my hand at one time. I was happy that we were there for Look, a week. I'm well, like, if you, you'd I'm, have been a quarterback at another institution, you'd have had a bunch of cash. Or if hand. I'd been better. <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm afraid to say how much money we've given our guys because the Duncans are out here right now, and I don't want them – I don't want Colin to get in trouble. Colin probably told him he didn't get any money. He didn't tell trip. the truth. He didn't, and I don't want to get Colin in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, Colin, I'm going to take care of you, buddy. I said, your folks are out there, and I don't want to get you. You know, you know what we do now? The, the guys fault us. Now we, we give them a debit card, like one of those gift cards, and we mm-hmm. load it on there. Now, here's the good news. If they lose it. Oh, you they can don't track lo- it. We we can cancel we, it. And we, we can cancel and we give them another one more money. Uh-huh. Now, they you don't think we've cash. had to do you don't think we've had to do that. Do though, you do think you? anybody on my team in 1999 got in trouble Matt, with a wad of cash Matt, walking around Atlanta for this? a week? In 2017, <laughs> when we played in the Gator Bowl. Now, bear in mind, I've been in college athletics for about four months. The whole staff has left. I'm trying to plan a bowl trip that I've never been on. <laughs> I, car- I, carried, I carried with me. In my briefcase, $34,000 in cash <laughs> through the airport. That's a true story. Is that right? And I got, to the, I got to the airport in Atlanta and didn't have enough money for coffee because it wasn't my cash. Yeah. Uh, did you sweat when you went oh, through security when, when check? When the flight attendant wanted to put my bag above my, my chest, I said, no, ma'am. No. That, that bag will not leave. Did you, no, hey, hey, did, it, you chain, did you handcuff yourself to the briefcase? Look like no. Elwood Blues had, with his harmonica. I had that thing. <laughs> yeah, in, in briefcase. Around. <laughs> no, but we let our guys. I tell you what we do do, though. Our guys had the choice to ride a bus up with us that we came up on Christmas Day. So, you know, this is a shorter trip. And, and, and there's certainly an argument the longer trip, the players love it. But I think you're going to see a lot of bowls go to a little shorter trip, frankly. Yeah. You know, last year because of COVID, it was just a road game. But I think you're going to see the shorter trip uh, three and four nights. We came up on Christmas Day, had a wonderful Christmas uh, Day dinner at the Peabody uh, but our players had the choice. They could ride the bus up with us or they could drive their own vehicle. They would get mileage. Now, the only catch is 
when they, when they drive their vehicle, they have to turn their keys into me when they get there, and then we'll give their keys back to them after the game. Yeah. Because you know, we have to remember, it's a lot of fun, but we're up here for a purpose as well. Now, are you like the guys on Ferris Bueller's Day Off? You take the, the cars out for a spin? I tell you what, if Colin, <laughs> if Colin Duncan had driven his car up here, because I, I know it's a, I like that car. Yeah. I told him I would have taken it out for sure last night. Hey, but his car. y'all coming down second. At, y'all coming down Second Street tonight. Be careful. You see Jay come yeah. out of there on two <laughs> wheels. That maybe launch out of that garage down there. Hey, I'll pick the best challenger in the lot. Talking about riding buses, statute of limitations is up, so I'll tell you. I was about to ask you, please, because they've got a great big bass pro shop right over here in a pyramid. I was about to ask you to tell that story. 1999, that, that Peach Bowl, there were about 10 of us who were avid outdoorsmen on the team, and we talked Everett, our bus driver, into taking us to Bass Pro Shop. We had all this money. You preface that like We're somebody gonna, needs to know who Everett is. Everybody knows Everett. Or, or that yeah. you had to talk him into it. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, okay, here's the thing. You be here out front. At 7.15, you get on that bus. Don't let anybody see you get on the bus. We'll pull out of here. And uh, we went to Bass Pro. We bought fishing rods and bait and all this kind of stuff. One guy's buying all kinds of stuff for his bow. He's a hunter. We get back on the bus, and we're loaded up. And, um, you know, Everett brings us back. He gave us the, you know, the lowdown on how to get into the hotel without anybody questioning where we had been or where he had taken us. And that's what I spent my bowl money on. Most of it, anyway. It was Bass Pro. Bass Pro, oh, man. Like it. Yeah, it was, a, it was worth it, the whole trip. And we beat Clemson, you know, yeah. so it was worth that's it. Win-win. You, you think that old boy still thinks of Josh Morgan? <laughs> what, that, that when Josh hit him? Oh, I don't Josh. know that he thinks of anything after that. <laughs> he don't remember it. He don't remember it. I'll tell you what, Josh lit him up. Josh had been thrown out of that ball game now, right? Oh, yes, man. sir. Let me just, you know, we're talking about being born at the right time. It's a good thing Josh Morgan was born when he was because he if he had been born later, he's like a walking targeting penalty. He, would, he and uh, uh, Nico Whitley. Oh, yeah, Nico, Nico Whitley wouldn't have finished the game his whole career. Ashley Cooper. Ashley Cooper wouldn't have finished hey, the game. Hey, when Nico separated that running back from the football against Georgia yeah. in Starkville in 2000 and helped me. 10. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. The next year was the Bushes. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah, over there. He yep. made that play. State went on and beat Georgia, but you go back to that play. It set the whole tone for the ball game. Georgia's about to score. Nico hit him at the two, separated him from the football, and uh, it was like downhill from there. That was his senior He played his, the whole year. Remember, toward ACL. Played yeah. on it the whole year. Tough, yeah. man. You know, we went through this deal with, with COVID and the shutdown couple of years back where they were showing all the older games I, older I, I say that would love but <laughs> late 90s and yeah. you know so uh, they're showing those games on tv and i look at guys now and the way the uniform looks the technology is just so advanced that now the shoulder pads don't have to be what they were the helmets look much more modern and sleek than they used to when you played guys who played linebacker they they got an extra like Four inches on yeah. the shoulders yeah. when they walked out there. And all of them had what what they call the neck roll that they used to put on they the yeah. neck roll. Yeah. Those guys look like monsters out there. And I can't imagine being a quarterback when guys look like that. Yeah, it was a little different <laughs> back then for sure, you know. And um, they had to be built different because offenses were different. Yeah. You know, everybody, yeah. we were in the 90s, I say everybody, uh, most everybody was under center. Most everybody was using a lot of two back. And you're running power stuff. Your play action, the quarterback's turning his back to the defense all the time, hiding the football. We called it pro style. In 97-98, Mike Leach was on the staff at Kentucky, and they had Tim Couch, and they start running this air raid stuff. And that's the first time anybody's seen any of it. You know, yeah, you had Spurrier and the fun and gun at Florida, but it was different because they ran the ball like crazy. They just threw the fades. 
you know, then you, the first we'd ever seen of, of the air raid, the modern iteration of it, was that Kentucky team uh, in the SEC in 97-98. Uh, and then things started to really branch out from there, you know, it, it, the the spread option iteration that came around 10 years later. But, yeah, back then, if you played linebacker, you were going to be at the line of scrimmage coming downhill. You better have a big face mask. If not, we're going to stick you in the eye, you know, poke you in the eye. And, and you had to be a run stopper. You weren't in coverage very much. I want as much padding as I possibly can get if I'm beating J.J. Johnson in the hole. That's a fact. You better have it. And, uh, J.J., you know, that's it. J.J. was one of those where uh, he could have been an all-SEC linebacker. If we played him on defense, yeah. he'd have been all-SEC. He could have been an all-SEC tight end if we played him at tight end. He'd have been an all-SEC defensive end. You put him anywhere on the field, he's going to be all-SEC in that category. That's the kind of athlete that oh, he yeah. was. Kind of like Buki Watson on this team. Buki's a guy that Mike Leach said, or, or excuse me, not Mike Leach, Zach Arnett said, Buki make it too deep by himself. Yeah. Yeah, just that he's, <laughs> he's that good. You like know? the old saying, you know, he, he shows up so much in the game you think he's twins. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of the way he is. Yeah, he and, he and Tyra Sweet both been really, really good on that defensive side for Mississippi State this year. we got to take our final break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the game. If you got a question, we've still got time for you. You can tweet it to us, at Hale State BSP. And we will get to those when we return to our Liberty Bowl preview show brought to you by Pearl River Resort, live from Alfred's on Beale here in Memphis. This is Mississippi State football from Learfield. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark, and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. 
Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. If there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Final segment of our program tonight here uh, from Alfred's on Beale in downtown Memphis. It is our Liberty Bowl preview show presented by Pearl River Resort. Neil Price, Jay Perry, Matt Wyatt, Bart Gregory. Glad to have all of you with us as well. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this game tomorrow. First meeting between State and Texas Tech in 51 years in football. They last played back in 1970. Um, Matt, what intrigues you? about the matchup tomorrow well one thing is intriguing i'm glad that their big receiver went ahead and opted out uh their number one guy you know that helps your cause especially with uh, emerson for us uh, electing not to play in a ball game uh, that guy i went back and watched their games this year and there were a couple of times where he's matched up against players that could could play with him but there was a bunch of games where they were matched up with guys who couldn't he was six five two fifteen and uh, he just manhandled people big and just incredibly rangy. Quarterback, just get it anywhere around him. He goes and makes a play. So, you know, before he opted out, I'm going back watching these Texas Tech games. This big receiver keeps jumping off the screen. And then, lo and behold, he says, I'm going to the NFL. You're like, Phew. all right, good. All right, you know, glad he's going to go ahead and do that. And, I, you know, he's going to get drafted. So uh, that helps as well. But, you know, what's intriguing to me is, is watching the offense progress. I, I guess selfishly as a former quarterback, you know, I'm always wanting to see that offense have success. You know, it's like and, – and as they've had success through, throughout the year, gotten better, gotten more consistent, they still have a ways to go. This is another step in that direction. And I think it's a chance tomorrow for Will Rogers and receivers to, you know, have a little fun. And I wondered about this, too, um, and I'm, I know at the risk of getting past a question that you've got next, but, Jay, being in the same locker room you were in a few months ago, playing on the same field, in the same stadium, in the, the same bus ride, 
I would think, for me as a player, just a little bit of familiarity with a stadium for a bunch of freshmen and sophomore ball handlers especially yeah. could, could maybe be an advantage. You know, not only familiarity with the locker room, but the stadium, with the turf, with all right. of those things. Granted, different opponent. Yeah, right. But – Different referees, I, I, too. I, well, yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> he said it. But, but I, he think, said it. I think we can all agree we, we, we didn't finish the, the deal last time we were mm-hmm. up here. Right. And although different opponent, different circumstance, different everything, but there's still a little bit, of, I think, of us that's kind of like, you know what? We kind of owe that stadium a little something. And so I think you're right. I think there is a bit of familiarity for us, certainly from the locker room, from the field, from the approach, from the arrival, from the all of those things. And you couple with that, hey, we, we need to make sure we finish some things on this field. So I, I think that that certainly bodes well for us. At least I hope so. Bart, what are you interested in seeing tomorrow? Well, the thing that stands out to me is about Texas Tech in the last four games under Sonny Cumbie of how balanced they are, it's almost 50-50 run and pass. We start talking about you know throwing the football and Donovan Smith and about his ability to throw the football. We talk about their wide receiving core. <laughs> But I think, you know, Taj Brooks, our running back, is going to be a big key in this game and how we stop the run. The thing you see with teams that that 50-50, you know, what can you do with your linebackers? Can they creep up? Do they have to sit back in coverage? The thing about Smith, when he does throw it, it's 10 yards per completion. He's going down the field well. His completion percentage was really good against Baylor. Now, Oklahoma State got after him, and that's what I kind of look for us to hopefully do tomorrow is to get after him because under pressure he only completed nine passes in that game. And so to me that's the big key. He's still you know, a redshirt freshman. He's still a young guy. If you put pressure on him, I think he yeah. may throw it anyway. Well, and, and, and our identity on defense since the day Zach Arnett got here last year, this year, has been we're going to play the, your run game on the way to the quarterback. And if you beat us throwing the ball, we'll shake your hand after the game congratulate you. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, especially a young guy over there, you know, you play the run on the way to that quarterback with the intention of hitting the quarterback, and that's going to create some mistakes. You know, I, think, you're, I, think, I was going to say, you're going to need 93 and 22. You know, you're going to yeah, need Cam yeah. Young and Nathan Pickering to play well tomorrow because you're not going to have Jaden Crumity. So you're going to need to really be able to get some pressure with those two guys. When you start talking about offense, too, the coldest place I've ever been in America yes. was in that stadium. Yes. You look, think back to 1991 when D. Dowas of Air Force. It's yes. been 30 years. How about that? It's been 30 years since D. Dowas did what he did to us that yeah. night. And then you look at 2007. They had that running back, what, Kevin Williams from Central Florida. It was so yeah. cold that night. Tomorrow's going to be nice. And you have to think that lends itself to the offense. Yeah, now that's a great point. Jan Gwynn, by the way, told us that the coldest game, I told him I'd been the cold. He said, no, the coldest game was Notre Dame, Boston College. In this game, it was eight degrees. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's interesting, and I wish I had a state meteorologist here to to explain this to me. I have had state people tell me the hottest game they have ever attended was in the Liberty Bowl, and the coldest game they have ever attended was also in the Liberty Bowl. They ran out of water. Remember the opening game against Memphis? Passing out, man. It was awful. In what, 90? 2000. 2000. 2000. Fred Smoot had an interception in that game. Hottest place in America was that stadium. It's it's fascinating. that that, you know. I'd love to know the science behind it. Uh, Okay, so we we mentioned Texas Tech, the most noticeable absence for them. Eric Izukama, who's not going to play at wide receiver tomorrow. Charles Cross, not going to play at left tackle for Mississippi State. Martin Emerson, not going to play at corner uh, for the Bulldogs in the game tomorrow. Obviously, Aaron Brule is, is not with the program anymore. Malik Heath is injured. So you've got some guys who have been contributors for your team that aren't going to be here. I guess the first question, what state do at left tackle? That's a pretty important position. Yeah, you're going to see Nick Jones get a lot of reps tomorrow. And, and here's the thing that Mason Miller has done with that offensive line is he, he you know, 
you, you talk about guys, and, and to really be a versatile offensive lineman, you, you need to either be you know, a guard tackle or a guard center. And, and he's done a really good job. I mean, Cam Jones is a guy that can frankly play probably all four positions, not other than center, on that offensive line. Cole Smith's obviously a guy that can play guard and center. But Nick Jones is going to be the guy that's going to get a shot out there, I think, at left tackle to begin things. Um, and, and he's done a really good job. He's had a really cu- good couple of weeks of practice. And he's a guy that's you know, going to be called on at some juncture tomorrow. And, but now, look, make no mistake about it, he's not a first-rounder like Charles Cross is. That's a loss for sure. We're going to see a lot. We've seen a lot of different guys play at wide receiver this year without Malik Heath out there. Who steps up at that spot? Matter who's a candidate at least to do that. <laughs> yeah, ducking, you know, is out there. Um, and the thing about it is, too, is uh, Tulu Griffin is a player who, you know, whether or not he is throughout his career going to be a swing guy, he certainly is a candidate, the type of player who can do that. And, um, you know, if you listen to the right folks, we've been screaming and yelling, get him the ball more all year long. You know, everybody wants to see the ball in number five's hands. And so the players are there. Um, you, they've just now got to step up. It's next man up. I think you'll see Ra Ra back. So, you, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you get Ra Ra, you get Tulu's back. He'd been a little banged up late in the year. So you feel pretty good there. You know, the corner spot, you know, DeCamion Richardson's going to play some. So, uh, again, he's not Martin Emerson. Uh, but I, I think the biggest loss – of the group has to be Charles Cross simply because, A, of the position, and B, the caliber of player. Well, and the thing about that is, too, you know, we've talked about early in the show, is this a cap on the season or is it a – and to Bart's point. I mean, yeah. the other side of the Charles Cross coin is, you you know, he's a first-rounder. So whether he plays in a game or not, he's going to go get drafted in the first round. You're going to have it next year. Put somebody in there, get some game reps for somebody who may be your tackle next year. You get the first word tomorrow, and we'll give you the last word tonight, Bart. 15 seconds, thing you're most excited to see tomorrow. We're going to win. That's the thing I'm excited about. All right. We're going to win, I like that. There you go. You heard it here. Thank you for being a part of our bowl preview presented by Pearl Pearl River Resort. Thanks to the folks here at Alfred's on Beal, our entire crew. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3.30 for the Liberty Bowl game here on the Bulldog Sports Network. On the Bulldogs Sports Network, live from Alfred's on Beale Street in Memphis, this has been the Dog Talk Bowl Special, brought to you by Pearl River Resort, your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Bulldogs Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.